Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. They're longtime friends. Let me tell you something real quick about dibs that I'm sure not everybody knows. <laughs> and first time partners. Hang in there, big guy. They'll be bright days ahead. Now these two homegrown Bay Area boys finally come together to take over sports talk. Get the hell off of my doorstep. Major League Baseball, you stink. It's Willard and Dibs. <laughs> On 95.7, the game. Yep, uh, it's like that. It's like that. And that's the around way these it parts, is. Man, it is yeah. like that. Run DMC. Um, yeah. And it's like that. And that's the way that it is. I'm not him. I'm just, you know, he. Uh, but that, yeah. You're it's, grinding toward being him, it's, though. It's and like I, that. Tip of the cap. <laughs> it's, it's like that, man. You and I, we are at odds a lot of times on... Your fraudulent takes and my <laughs> my hyperactive, <laughs> accurate takes. But when it comes to off air, I really admire you. I want to say that on air uh, because if people who think like, "Oh, you and Willard, you go back and forth," I, who you are off the air, twenty one hours a day. I tip my cap to you, Mark. Listen, Willard. listen. Uh, we need to move on because I've, I've got fraudulent takes that I need to share. Well, could you so, lay one yeah. out, please? Yeah. Although it's weird, and this is awkward, and I said this on the video that we do uh, our daily delivery on yeah. Twitter. Yep. You and I are in lockstep on our lead today. Wow. You and I are both in the same camp, as Low Neil famously said, same church. Same pew, hell, dibs. and you're sitting on my lap because you and I are in complete agreement yeah. about this. Well, and I think it really, this is something that really opens up to all of you listening. And welcome, and good morning, Twitch, YouTube, we yes, appreciate you. Yes. Xfinity Mobile Text Line, and don't be afraid to use this number, especially on this particular topic, because this is something where I'd love to hear how it feels, how you're processing. This is a Warriors fan, 888-957-9570. When you see James Wiseman go for 23 points, and I think he had seven rebounds, he shot 81.8% from the field, which actually is like... Maybe that's why he scored 23. He just didn't. I mean, that's one of those things. Like, he had a great night percentage-wise. He's a big man, so his percentage is always going to be high. It's not always going to be 82%. But as a Warrior fan, when you see that, what's the first thought that goes through your mind? And I know for a lot of people, and I'm not going to say that they're wrong, people will say the Warriors gave up too soon. You might be right. I acknowledge that. How the hell do I know? I'm not using the word bust on the guy. I never have. I have no idea what player he's going to become. I am pessimistic about him being a star in this league. That's just my opinion. 
But I'm more interested in the experience of the Warrior fan watching someone we who was homegrown, highly drafted, tons of excitement. Then he leaves, in our opinion, way quicker than we would have thought in terms of number of games. And now he shows up somewhere else and he's putting up some interesting numbers early on. He got into the starting lineup yesterday and he led the team in scoring. My number one response to someone who says, look now, they gave up too soon. Look, I'd ask yourself this. Do you think that the Warriors could have gotten James Wiseman to score 23 points and get seven rebounds in a double-digit loss if they were willing to do that? Yes, me too. Answer. And he already me did too. that this year. He had 30 for the Warriors, and I'm not sure if he had seven rebounds in that game. I would have to Google it. But James Wiseman had a 30-point game for the Golden State Warriors in a loss. So, yes, Mark, if you wanted to play James Wiseman 70 games out of 82, and you wanted him to go out there and get 20-plus points and multiple rebounds... He could do that, and you would be 22 and 60, and you would be hoping for Victor Wenbenyama. Yeah, I, that, that's what I'm getting. And it's funny because this really that's does. That's what we're getting at because well, we're in lockstep today. Yeah, this spills into and the I same. Hate that. Well, I it's know. It's bad radio. I'm sorry. I, I, no, you're wrong, Mark. Um, that's better for the see show. If I can change my opinion. <laughs> the Warriors really bleeped this up. Yeah, they did. Maybe they did. Maybe they oh, did. Boy. I, 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 I don't know. Here, here's, here's what I know. We get like we just had, and I thought this was a great conversation this morning on the roast with uh, with regard to Dame Lillard. So Dame Lillard, four hundred million dollars, um, Hall of Fame numbers. He's a great player, but as a Warrior fan, I do have this emotion. It's like, what was it all for? What what were your numbers for? And maybe Dame's a bad example because Dame's never really had that opportunity. Russell Westbrook is the one, the, uh, that's my number one uh, sort of example when it comes to this conversation. A guy who has listened to the list of teammates that Russell Westbrook has had from Kevin Durant to James Harden, Harden. to Chris Paul to LeBron James to Anthony Day. I could go on. It doesn't even stop there. Bradley Beal, right? And all for what? What did you do? What did you win? What did you get out of it? So, it's not going to be this conversation, Warriors fans, cannot just be about numbers. I'm not going to let everybody do it. You can't go to the Detroit box score. They scored 23. For what? They lost by double digits to one of the other worst teams in the league. He, you pointed out he's minus 11. Yeah. And then, here's the other thing that went viral. There's James laughing and rapping on the bench, which if he had done that in a Warrior uniform when they lost by 11, we would have crushed him for oh, it. Draymond Green would not have tolerated that. Yet yet the internet yesterday is like, oh, I'm so happy that James looks happy. Look, oh, if good you, for him. If you I'm, wanna, I'm happy that he right, looks happy. If you want to go somewhere and win 18 games, do it. The Warriors could have done that. They could have gotten James to get empty numbers and, and lost. Doesn't everybody understand in this conversation that the Warriors are trying to win, right? And the Pistons are not, and that's 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 where that that, that has to be acknowledged here. And the Warriors are trying to win now, and they did not trade James Wiseman thinking that he would never be 
any good to anybody. But the Warriors are in a spot where they needed to win right now. And yes, it looks bad because they got Gary Payton the second who hasn't played and may not play. But even if we look at next year, and let's say Draymond Green opts in, Clay's in his last year, GP2 will be healthy, and you've got Steph Curry, Wiggins, Looney, and Jordan Poole, that team will be better next year than if you didn't have GP2 and you did have James Wiseman. James Wiseman needs this. He needs to go somewhere and play and grow and learn and flourish. Now, I don't think that the fact that he had 23-7 and means that He's going to be an NBA All-Star next year. Hmm. It means that he's learning to play in the association, and it looks like he might actually be a viable, real NBA player. Right. Like, I mean, listen, he's a talented kid. I don't know that that's ever been in question. He's got a bunch of raw skills. Um, But this whole idea, this is, I guess, what I'm getting at. I really feel like a lot of fans want the Warriors to be two different things at the same time. It's impossible. And don't ask them to do You can't ask people to do that, right? My kids ask me to do this all the time. They want me to be in two places at once. Dad, can you pick me up here? Dad, can you pick me up there? No. No, I can't be in two places at once. The Warriors cannot develop James Wiseman the way that you want them to and go for a title. It was kind of a faux idea to begin with, the two timelines, and asking Steve Kerr, and more importantly, as I said yesterday, I think asking the veteran players on this team to to buy into the idea of, like, we want you guys to go win a championship, and they want that too, and they are the reigning champs, and oh, by the way, we're going to try to inject, like, 20-year-old players who have no concept of defensive rotations, we're going to inject them in at the same time and get ready for after you retire. Like, they're not going to buy into that. I don't know how you do that. So, if, if, if you look at James Wiseman go and get mad at Steve Kerr for not developing him, I guess my question is, when was he supposed to do that? I don't know. How was he supposed to do that? Well, he was supposed to do that this year when the Warriors were good enough to be able to sustain James Wiseman and his defensive struggles and his offensive development. But you started the year three and seven, and you never got to a point where you could sustain James Wiseman and his lack of development. And many people will look at what James is now doing for Detroit and showing you offensively what he can be. And they're saying, why couldn't he be this with the Warriors? Well, the Warriors offensively were never going to have James Wiseman be a number one option on any possession ever. Because you have Steph, you have Clay, you have Wiggins, you have Jordan Poole. So James Wiseman, by the very nature of the way the Warriors run their offense, would have to be more of a Kevon Looney player in terms of set screens, rim run, do the dirty things, the little things that you need a winning player to do to win games, and he wasn't that player. And that's why the Warriors ultimately gave up on him. Yeah, it's, it's just interesting to me. I, I Listen, he may he may end up being a very, very good player, um, but I feel like we as fans sort of, we're asking, for, we're asking for two things at the exact same time. And you're only allowed to ask for one. How many times have we heard Warriors fans go, you, you have got, you owe it to Steph. You owe it to him. Right, to maximize his window. To maximize the window. And then in the very next sentence, it's like, you got to develop James Wiseman. You, re- you can't. Like, those two, those two things cannot coexist. 
You can't jam 20-year-olds into Steph Curry's lineup and then tell them, we're giving you everything we can, kid, for the rest of our, 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 our the rest of your window. That, it's Especially just, when you're trying to cram in Jonathan Kaminga as well, and it's taking Kaminga a long time to be able to be in the spot where he can be playable. Moses Moody can't play, and PBJ hasn't been able to play because they're not able to maximize Steph Curry's window like you're talking about. And it's more than Steph. It's Clay. It's Draymond, it's Wiggins, it's Looney, it's the veteran core who, and this is different than like an MLB game, for example, where if Joey Bart's not ready, you can play him every fourth or fifth game if Buster needs to rest and you can let Joey go out there. It's an individual thing. Either he's going to sink or swim at the plate when he's at the bat. This is completely different. If James Wiseman's not ready defensively, or offensively aware, it breaks down the whole structure and you can't succeed. Let me read a comment from our YouTube chat because this is this is really, for me, this is the crux of the issue. And it's Niners Warriors is the uh, the name of the, uh, the user. So Niners Warriors, thank you for listening. Really appreciate you. Um, I got an all caps out of him. He goes, Willard, no one is saying that. They're saying Lamb is not better than Wiseman. Here's the test I would run if that's your opinion. Go to Steph Curry and ask him if he agrees with you. All right, Steph. We've got a tie game. We've got five minutes to go. Who do you want on the court with you, Lamb or Wiseman? What do you think Steph would say? It's Lamb. It's, and it's Jerome. And it's not even a blink. It's Jermichael Green. And I get that what you're all saying is that James Wiseman's got more talent in his big toe than Lamb has. You're right. But who does Steph want? Who is he going to trust to be in the right spot or hit a big three in the end of a game in 2023? Like, it, 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 I don't think there's any question that it's Lamb. No it's doubt. A, it's about trust. And it's about winning. And, you know, we can look at James Wiseman and his game last night, and you look at 23 points, 7 rebounds, 9 of 11 on the floor. Detroit lost the game. Detroit is 0-4 in games that James Wiseman has played. Detroit is not trying to win basketball games. If Detroit was, oh, I don't know, 43-19 and 19 right now on the season, do you think James Wiseman would be getting 27 minutes? I don't think so. No, no. And He's getting these minutes because Detroit has already punted on the year. Doesn't matter, right? No. In fact, I mean... It's a glorified pickup game. And they're almost... I mean, as we know, when you've got a prospect like Wembenyama, like, they... they're, they're motivated to not win. Right. <laughs> they're like, I mean, let's get as many 20-year-olds on the court as possible. So I know how this will sound. I'm fully aware. I know that, oh, gosh, they hate Wiseman. Gosh, why are they so mean to Wiseman? I'm kind of happy for James. If James is on the bench rapping and smiling at the end of games because he's freed and he's getting minutes and he can develop, Great for James. That wasn't available here. I just, we got to acknowledge that the Warriors themselves probably did not probably. They did not think they were going to win the ring last year. The front office did not think they were going to win a ring. And when they did, it created a very, very difficult sort of like needle for them to thread here. It, it created a situation where the big guns are like, Dude, we are still here. We are those guys. We are that team. You need to help us. And the front office is like, except for we thought we were going to be doing like a whole Wiseman, Moody, Kaminga pool thing this year. Right. And and Steph and Clay and Dre are like, no, you're not. 
And it, 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 it all makes sense now, doesn't it? It's always People made sense. People start punching each other and everything. It makes sense. Well, if James Wiseman wasn't hurt the entire year last year, I think we'd be in a different conversation. I would feel differently in terms of where we are with James Wiseman. If James Wiseman last year played 55 games and played 12 minutes a night and looked good and shined through in certain spots, let's say he had a Moses Moody-like year last year where it was like, yeah, look at Wiseman. He helped out in two or three playoff games, and he was a key bench player in a couple of huge wins as they won the championship. I would feel differently, but he didn't play at all, Mark, and you won the championship. And then this year, in October, they picked up his option. And then what they saw from October to February was so bad that they felt like they should trade him for a damaged goods player, GP2, and not rescind it? That tells you all you need to know about what the Warriors, four-time champs, think about James Wiseman. Uh, a few things. 888-957-9570. Our buddy Matty Barrows is going to join us in 10 minutes because he's got a story on S2 Cognition. And if you have no clue what that is, that's fine. Join the club. But is Brock Purdy going to be the guy that ends up changing the way NFL teams draft quarterbacks? It, you think that sounds like I'm overstepping. It's possible based on the numbers, the data, and what is being discussed after what everyone supposedly missed last year. Where does Brock Purdy fit on that scale? Other great quarterbacks, Trey Lance, where does he fit on that scale? We'll have all of that with Matty Barrows live from the Combine coming up in just over 10 minutes. We've also got Danny Morang later on in the show. He is as deep as you can be into Blazers basketball. We'll get into the Dame questions with him and get ready for tonight's very big game um, at Chase Center, which you can always, as always, hear right here on 95.7 The Game. Love to take your calls on this, too. Ronnie and Tiburon, you're on with Willard and Dibbs. Hey, Ronnie, what are you doing? Hey, Ronnie, what are you doing? What's going on, guys? I'm just hanging out at work. Hey, I... I'm sorry. I, I understand where you guys are coming from. Wiseman is super raw. His potential and his skills, we made a huge mistake by trading him. Um, I, I talked to you guys before the trade deadline. We should have let the rookies, well, not the rookies, but the young kids, Moody, Kaminga, and Wiseman play 25 minutes a night. Um, 15 to 20, let me rephrase that. 15 to 20 minutes a night, the first 20, 20 games of the season, our team would be in a lot better state. I know... Our team is divided by the young guys and the veterans. They don't want to play with the kids, but Jermichael Green's not doing much better. I love Iggy to death. I'm a diehard Warriors fan, season ticket holder. Iggy hasn't done anything for us this year except for to help coach on the bench. I'm actually really worried about the Warriors. I'm, I'm thinking Bob's going to be gone next year. Green's going to be gone next year, and there's just going to be chaos with the Warriors. I hate yeah, to say it. Ronnie, that's all. That's all fair. Are, are, Thanks, are you, Ronnie. Are, I wonder, Ronnie, if uh, like you're almost advocating the punting of the season, and I know you don't think you're saying that, but the idea of out of the gate, like we should start the season with Wiseman, Kaminga, and Moody getting 25 minutes a night. Okay, so you're tanking. And I know that some of you will go, no. You, yes, you are. Well, you and can do Wiseman, Kaminga, or Moody. But how do you pitch that to the guys who are reigning champions who are like, let's go. Let's go. We're ready to play back. Like, you're not 
going to win basketball games that way. Well, you didn't win basketball games the way you went about it. But they this is devil's but advocate. But they didn't think that it was going to go that way. But you opened up three and seven. Yes. And so when you start the year three and seven, people will say, well, at that point, maybe you start to you know, trickle in some of the young players. And they did that with Jonathan Kaminga. And Bonte's been very critical of Steve Kerr in terms of when Kaminga actually started to get minutes. And Moses Moody, to me, is the most puzzling one considering what he did last year in the postseason. James Wiseman was coming off a missed year, and he's only played 60 games in his entire career. And if you go back to Memphis... He played three years in college, three games, I'm sorry, in college, 60 games as a pro. He's going to be a project no matter what. By the way, uh, James Wiseman was in a lot of those games that contributed to that 3-7 and seven start. He was playing. I know people wanted to play him some more, but remember, they started the season thinking the same thing he that you guys were thinking. Of those there games, you go. Mark. So you guys are like, why didn't they play him? They did, and they stunk, and they didn't like what they saw. Anthony Slater was on with us yesterday. The young guys, it was their turn at the beginning of the year, right? They pivoted more young uh, this year with a belief. And if we all go back to the summer, I was part of that belief. I think even some of the veterans and the coaches were part of the belief that Moody was ready. Wiseman could fill a, a backup center role. Kaminga was ready. Uh, and it, then they went 3-7. and seven. And I do think that the early pivot point of the season was when they were 3-7, and seven, the urgency ramped up, and they didn't expect urgency 10 games in the regular season. They expected a much longer runway to, to give James Wiseman, to give Kaminga, to give Moody more of a, a growing ground. And then by the time they're 3-7, and seven, they freaked out like, hey, we're getting behind in the standings, and suddenly it's Anthony Lamb is in, Ty Jerome is in. And, and that's where I think the season really turned into what it's become, which has kind of been a roller coaster ride to now. Young guys weren't ready. They weren't as ready as they wanted them to be. They had the exact same plan that all of you are suggesting right now. That was their plan. And they came out and stunk. He played in all 10 of those games. And I'm looking at his game log right now. And he was a plus two in the win over Miami and a plus nine in the loss to, coincidentally enough, Detroit. The other eight games he played, he was a minus in the plus minus. And after that 10-game stretch, Wiseman only played 11 more games as a Golden State Warrior this year. (laughs) And that tells you all you need to know about what they saw. So he played the first 10 games, and he played 16 minutes, 16 minutes, 20, 18, 14. He was getting actual rotational minutes, and they were losing games. And then he only played 11 games the rest of the way. It's all sponsored by Fremont Bank. Full-service banking, no compromises. There's more conversation on this, to be sure. Uh, And as I said, an hour away, we'll get to Danny Meringue, who's deep in with the Blazers as we get ready for this game tonight. Also an hour away, John Lynch will talk live at the Combine. Matt Barrows is there. We will talk to him about what he expects to hear from Lynch. What are the 49ers going to do on that quarterback market here this offseason? Carson Wentz just joined the fray, by the way. And oh, by the way, his S2 cognition story, which will blow your mind in terms of the numbers where Brock Purdy landed. So that is all coming up next on Willard and Dibs. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or... I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. 
Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Oh, 